What's up, everyone? My name is Liam, and welcome to the Full Circle Podcast. Today, we are joined by a good friend of mine. He's a music artist, a mechanic, and he's apparently a parts advisor now. He's pretty much one of the best people I've ever known. Some of you may know him for his music name, Nat Miller. Others, they know him as Lambo. So today, we'll be talking about music, cars, or anything that comes to our minds. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Lambo. Thank you, Liam. It's an honor to be on the show, and uh, I'm happy to see where conversation gets us today. Let's see where it takes us. So how you doing today, man? How's your day been? Oh, <laughs> it's been something, I'll tell you that. For the people that know, today, July 13th, 2022, it's been something. But to others, it's been okay. It's been, it was a decent day. I'm, I'm okay with that. All right. <laughs> yeah, today was pretty slow for me, honestly, too. So it is what it is, right? Can't wait for the weekend to come. So, so before we start, um, what social media platforms are you on? Where can the, the fans find you? Uh, well, they can find me on Spotify uh, at Nat Miller um, on Spotify. Again, that's Nat Miller, not Matt, N-A-T, um, Nat Miller. I, I get that question a lot. They're like, well, is it Matt? Is it Mac? Is it what? And I was like, no, it's Nat. Nat Miller. Yeah, it's easy to mix up, man. Because my middle can... name's Nathaniel, so I go, I, I, went by, I just go by Nat Miller, so. Right. But I mean, yeah, you used to have fun. Instagram. You used to have Instagram, but, you know, what happened to I that? Just, uh, Well, I don't know. I just, uh, I was like, I don't know. I I just feel like Instagram's starting to get a little outdated or whatever. I was like, I don't know. I'm just not vibing with Instagram. Um, But my first, my original Instagram account, believe it or not, had gotten hacked. So I just went ahead and deleted it. Um, oh, yeah, I think. I think I remember that. I think I remember when that happened. Yeah. Maybe. And then I tried making a sec a new one and then I was just like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just I'm done. Um right. but you know, people can find me on Snapchat, Spotify, um, SoundCloud, whatever it may be. Yeah, I'll make sure to add um your Snapchat into the description and of the uh podcast. And I'll make sure to leave a link on our uh YouTube your music and stuff like that yeah because um, most i will be i post a lot of my promotions for my music pretty much all my promotions for my music on snapchat um and if you do follow me on snapchat uh you can be joined in in a private story where i leak some of my uh, new up-and-coming music um and uh, release uh, album covers too, so you can see, you know, oh, what's the album cover? No, what's the new album cover? You know, right. Yeah, I definitely can say your music is very unique. I I definitely vibe with it. It is. It's helped I, me. Th- it's helped. It's helped me for, through a few things periodically, man. It's. Dude, that's you know. fucking. That's amazing to hear, and no one's told me that about my music. Um, but yeah, my music, it's like. I'm kind of going through, I go through like these different phases of, well, do I want to do some lo-fi guitar music or lo-fi EDM or now, where now I'm going down just uh, an even just different path of just kind of some acoustic sessions. So Right. It's, a, uh, it's an I mean, adventure. Like, it's an adventure, yeah. Definitely. Um, 
So, like, where do you see your, like, music, like, going forward, to be honest? Like, where do you see the, uh, like, what what style should we expect in your upcoming music, in your upcoming music? Definitely more like a coffee house type of feel. There's this playlist on Spotify. Um, it's called Your Favorite Coffee House, and I love listening to that in the morning, and it's just kind of what helps me get me through my day, or when I'm having a bad day, I just kind of mellow out listening to that. Um, right. kind of like, uh, like guys like John Mayer, like, uh, Donovan Woods, guys like that, their music, um, Bjorns or however you pronounce it, <laughs> um, guys like that, you know, uh, that's that type of music, that kind of folky, but like still modern indie kind of music. That's, that's the direction I want to take. It's definitely pretty cool. So. Yeah. So, who is Lambo? Like, what was like, what was your upbringing like? All right. So before I do that, I got a new tattoo recently of oh, my yeah. nickname. It's the full Lamborghini, but there's more to uh to my nickname. So my freshman year of high school, um, we were I was so I played hockey in high school. Um, I still do periodically play hockey here and there, just not as much anymore. Um, but I played hockey in high school my freshman year up at Marquette High School. Um, we were doing workouts over at the old Hardy's Iceplex before they tore it down. Um, and the personal trainer was like, all right, upperclassmen group over here, lowerclassmen group over here. And I, I, I made like, being the clown that I am, I made like a little smug joke like, well, I'm upper class. And he's like, no, you're not. You're a freshman. He's like, I'm upper class. He's like, no, you're not. I'm like, Oh yeah, what if I told you my dad has a Lambo? Am I upper class now? And he he laughed his ass off. He would literally put his hands on his knees. It was like bending over, cackling, laughing. And so he brought everyone in to tell tell them what I had said. And I was like, oh, he thought it was really funny. And he was like, yeah. And then you just immediately stopped. And I was like, all right, now drop and give me fifty burpees for that shit you just pulled. And I was like, motherfucker. And so then, that's definitely a coach for you right there, man. Yeah. And then so the next day we had workouts. One of the seniors, shout out to him, uh, Riley Anglin. Um, he was a senior at the time. He uh, came in. And when I had came in, he said, hey, guys, look, it's Lambo. And then everyone, it just kind of stuck. Everyone just kept calling me uh, Lambo when I would walk through the halls at hockey practice, games, any events. Oh, my God. I would go, everyone would just call me Lambo. And I was like, this is fucking sick because my favorite car brand is Lamborghini. Um, no disrespect to Honda, but um, I just, I love Lamborghinis. Just the whole history about them. Like, hey, you could ask me about anything about Lamborghinis and I, I probably know the answer. Don't quote me on that, but I, I almost like that I don't know the answer. Okay then fine, since you're talking about Lamborghinis being your favorite, what's your what's your favorite one? What's your uh, favorite so one? My favorite all time Lamborghini has to be um probably a Lamborghini Superleggera um in the classic Lamborghini yellow. Um I, that's probably my okay. top one. What? I was like, okay. All right. I see yeah. you. Uh, the number two's probably got to be the Lamborghini Countach, which, believe it or not, Lambert. So there was. So how they got the name Countach? So Countach does not translate over to anything in English, but in Italian, essentially, it means 
pardon my French, holy shit. Like, holy shit. That <laughs> is beautiful. That thing is awesome. No, and it, it gets better. It gets better. So they, the, all the, I guess, corporate heads, all the head designers and like the main, the main head designer or whatever was unveiling the new look, the prototype for the Countach. And when he revealed it in the conference or whatever, one of the uh, corporate heads was like, said, he, he literally, when they didn't have a name for it, or yeah, they didn't really have a solid name for it. I forget what exactly they had called it. It was like some weird numerical but numbered thing, but they're like, this is a new prototype for the new Lamborghini. And one of the uh, corporate heads said, Kuntash which is an Italian saying for, holy shit. And they were like, wait, wait, that's awesome. That's awesome. Let's let's do it. Let's let's stick with it. And so they stuck with it, and Countach had stuck. And I just love the, like, spaceship look of the car, but with that same sporty, like, natural Lamborghini look that we have come to see today. Honestly, it's I think that I think the Countach is honestly an iconic car in, like, the supercar world. Yes. In my opinion, I think it is. Um, I mean, yeah. I I mean, I knew I knew that Patrick just told me. I mean, I had learned that from one of my favorite car YouTubers, uh, Stradman. His videos are always sick, man. I mean, he, I mean, it's like he always talks about. I think one of his dream cars, I think, in the Lamborghini world at least, is a Countach. And you know, he had literally translated it, and I was like, that's pretty interesting. Essentially, the Countach was the the gateway for what would become the supercars that we know now. Right. Yeah. I mean, it it, de- it definitely changed the world when it came out. To be honest, it did, and we have Lamborghini to thank for that. Right. I mean, there's nothing much you can really say about Lamborghini. You know, it's it's one of the most iconic companies, honestly, in the world. When it comes to the cars oh, yeah. industry, you know, it's, I mean, I've never, I've seen them personally, like driving around West County, you know, I you see them periodically, like probably like once every couple of weeks or even once a month. It's like, you don't see them that often, but when you do, you're like, holy shit, look at that. Yeah. And it's just, it's a sight to see. I actually, so I used to work at Lion's Choice, the original one in Poland. Um, right. And for you who don't know, Lion's Choice is a roast beef restaurant similar to Arby's, but in my opinion, better. That kind of the St. Louis in me, though. But uh, yeah. I was working and I was taking trash out. And next thing you know, I hear, <laughs> and I see this white car go by. And I look and I'm like, holy shit, it's a Countach. It was a fucking white Countach. And I was in like, St. Louis? You don't yeah. see Countaches in St. Louis. You always see Hurricanes and Aventadors. Exactly. You don't see anything else. That's why I had lost my shit. I literally was like, oh, oh, oh. I was just so like love struck. I was like, I was like, I will break up with my girlfriend right now for that car. <laughs> my girlfriend. Seriously. We are no longer together. Thank God. Right. Damn. Damn. Well, no, dude. We got, got balls to say that on a podcast, bro. He had put. I'm not going to say her name because I'm I'm not that petty, but like that bitch, people know who I'm talking about. That bitch had put some mental strain on me and my parents. Not only did I have to deal with it, but my parents had to deal with it too. And it sucked. 
If you had a girlfriend, I'd definitely say that you should never have your parents have to deal with it. You know, they never should have to deal with the stresses of it. You know, that's your relationship. That's between you and that person. And your parents should never have to deal with that. Exactly. And the fact that she brought in so much of her drama and brought on so much drama and manipulation to where my parents had to get involved, that just draws the line. Right. And believe it or not, definitely. she was the one that with me. I was still holding out because I was like, I see, I see something in here. We just got to work out kinks and the bumps. And clearly, she did an after a year of dating, literally, oh, not right. even a week, our one year anniversary. She was like, nah, I don't think we should be together anymore. I, it, it was heartbreaking for me, but I'm a better person now because of it. And I, I, I've come a long way. Definitely. I, I mean, I've seen change in you just in like, like the what, like six, seven months I've known you, something like yeah. that. I mean, you definitely have changed. I mean, you're still a party animal, obviously, to be honest. But you know, you're a, you're the you're the life of the party, bro. Seriously, people see me come through, and you like that. That's what I love about my nickname too. Is like I'm like people know me for my nickname. They know me for just being this really sweet. Like I'm not trying to toot my own horn here, but like this is what it is. Like. People right. know me for being just this like crazy guy who's not afraid to be himself, not afraid to be a little goofy and embarrass himself once in a while. And right. like people were like, I come into parties and they're like, Lambo, Lambo, like how you been? Like it's so good to see you. And like you can tell right. they're not fake about it. And that's what I love about. It. They're like they're genuine. Like they they care to see me. And like I have people that come up to me to QT. I'm like, oh my god, are you Lambo? I'm like yeah who are you and i was like oh my god well you know i'm friends with this and that and they told me about you i think you're fucking awesome like i'm like oh well thank you that means a lot like, I mean, that's, makes me feel how like do they even so figure out like what you look like that's the thing and yeah i mean i guess people have videos pictures of me and they're like oh dude you don't know who lambo is here i'll show you and it's like yeah it's like it's 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 really cool and it's awesome and just to, it makes me it makes me feel like I'm a, like a celebrity you know? but yeah right it's it's an honor and it's great to see people be so enthusiastic like that right towards other, towards other human beings it's just it's it's nice it's a beautiful you know thing. I had you know yeah I think I'm starting to get that kind of attention too but I don't really get it from like people but I mean the other day I went to Subway and. You know, this kid was there, and he's like, are you Liam? And I'm like, yeah, who's asking? And then he just introduces himself to me, and he's like, yeah, I see you around uh, Parkway West a lot. And I was like, holy shit. Like, no one approaches me like that. This dude is, like, really sincere and nice, and then he's like, you're a senior this year, correct? And I was like, yeah. And then we just had a really nice conversation of what I wanted to do after high school, and I was like, you know, I want to work on cars and podcasts like we are right now, you know? I yeah. find a lot of enjoyment out of those things, so we'll see how it we'll see how it goes. But you know, it felt it felt kind of weird getting recognized by someone, and you know, he he literally asked me to drop my socials and my podcast and stuff, and I was like, I was like, seriously, like people, that's the first time I've been recognized in public, just in general. Yeah, it's it's weird the first time you're just kind of sitting there like, what just happened, like. Like someone yeah. who I don't even know knows me. It's like, right. It's just it's a crazy feeling, but it feels amazing. Right. I mean, like, like the dude is really questioning. He's like, "Why are you at Subway, bro? You could be eating in so much better places." I'm like, "What the fuck are you saying, dude? I don't want to go to McDonald's across the street, you know." 
I want to get Subway because everything's organic there. Exactly. Well, yeah. For the most part, I mean, I had to get my uh, steak and cheese sandwich, you know, my steak and cheese foot long. I always go with that provolone and meatball sub with a bunch of spicy shit on it. Tear my toilet. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Honestly, there's such a, there's such a satisfaction with eating Subway, in my opinion. Subway there is. is there's such there's this odd satisfaction out of it. And it's like you eat it, and it's like you don't feel like shit, but you just <laughs> ate a fucking foot long, so you kind of feel awkward because you ate a foot long. Yeah, and it's it's just this it's this awkward. It's feeling. It's like you're like I just ate that. Like holy crap! But I feel amazing, you know. Yeah. So we already know who Lambo is and the background between the nickname. But uh what was your childhood like? And like what's your background so that everyone can know who you are? Well, uh, I guess we'll start from the beginning. I was born not in America. <clears throat> and that surprises people who are like, but you you sound American. It's like, well, I came over here at a very young age. Um I was born in Gomel, Belarus, which borders Poland, Ukraine, um, Estonia, I believe, or is it Latvia? I think it's Latvia, um, and Russia. I don't know my. I don't know the countries over those in that area very well. Been like well, a while since I've taken history classes, man. I'm Eastern European, European. Uh, a lot of times I just tell people I'm Russian because they don't know where the hell Belarus is. Um, and that's more like people my age, they don't know. But a lot of more adults do. They're like, oh, I know where exactly where that is. Da, 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 da. So for some, a lot of people, I just say, oh, I'm Russian. You know, right. which I mean, technically I am. I am Russian. Uh, I have Russian heritage in me. Um, but yeah, I was born in Gomel, Belarus. And I was adopted by my amazing parents. Uh, at the age of about one and a half years old, um, came over to America and uh, I've been chilling ever since. And I've had an amazing childhood. My parents uh, raised me, you know, you know, not not perfectly. You know, everyone has their bumps and rough bumps and scratches and forks in the road. But you know what? They did a damn good job, and I, my love for them stretches far more than anything in this world and it's something that I will never ever ever take for granted uh, they've done so much for me uh, to be the person who I am and I love them so much for them. you know I definitely didn't know you were not born in America you never told me that I swear to god I've told you that you have never told me that in the whole time you've known me I'm I mad at you now I'm kidding I but... swear to god I've told you at least once <laughs> You told me you're like you're not American, but you never yeah. told me you were born out of the country. Well, that's why I meant by I'm not American. That that's on me. I'll take I'll take blame for that. Yeah, I'll, I'll get you next time I see you. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, into some of the real questions. So, what kind of music do you primarily listen to, and what do you like? <laughs> I'm 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 actually all over the place um with my music it all depends on my mood um I listen I, uh some I listen to a lot of rock 
um, metalcore, hard rock, metal, um, some country, some rap, indie, some lo-fi, EDM. I'm just all over the place. But uh, I guess the stuff I listen to the most has definitely got to be some type of like rock and roll or bluesy kind of rock, stuff like that, or metalcore. Those are probably my top genres. So yeah, I felt that man. I can probably listen to anything, but uh, that honestly is like heavy metal and rock and roll is honestly where I stand. Honestly, too. I mean, do you have a favorite like classic rock or metal band? I mean, personally, I'm a um, Slipknot, Metallica, Guns N' Roses type of guy, but also I like I like everything new and old too. Uh yeah, let's all right. So I'll go through every decade, I guess, of a uh, band that I love. Um, so I guess 60s, 70s, I love Jimi Hendrix, but I love, absolutely love the music of Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin has got to be my all-time favorite band. Um, I love their music so much. I love Metallica, Megadeth, um, Slipknot, Slayer. Um, I love a lower-end band that's kind of new. Uh, that not a lot of people know about, but I love their music so much. So, I mean, I mean, love, love, love is Holding Absence. So if you ever get a chance to listen to them, please do. They are so good, and they are rising quickly. Like, they are. I mean, one of my best friends said, said that to me like a month or two ago. Honestly, their music slaps, to be honest. I mean, I was headbanging the whole 10 yards with that, man. Fuck yeah. Uh, Suicide Boys. I love listening to Suicide Boys and uh, Three Days Grace. Three days grace, yes. We were gonna go to that concert, but I just realized, um, yeah, I, I don't think I'm like, I know I have my knee problem, so I can't go there. But also, uh, I'm probably not gonna be in town for the concert either. So I'm mean, I'm really upset about that. But you, know, you, you have, you have to send me videos of like at least a bit of every single song, man. I know it would probably I, take your phone storage, man. But like, I, I need to, I need to see it. Three days grace is so good. Yeah, I would say, but I would say like, Three Days Grace, honestly, has been one of my bops lately, honestly. Well, actually, oh, yeah. I got another question about that then. Uh, what is your favorite Three Days Grace album? My favorite Three Days Grace album. Oh, fuck, this is hard. That's a rough one, isn't it? <laughs> it's either got to be, you know, their, uh, I think it's got to be their breakthrough album, Three Days Grace. Or um, Human Race, I think it's called. Honestly, I don't have a favorite. That's so much I love them. I love them just as much as Death Punch. Because yeah, Death Punch was my first major band that like I ever, like, never can say I dislike a song from them. And Three Days Grace, I think, was the second band I've ever listened to that I say I've never said I don't like a song. Yeah, and I'm, I'm the same way. Like, it's so hard because they differentiate like so like it feels like each album has its different groove to it like right. like three days grace the original album that classic like heavy breakup fuck you like fuck you bitch we're over but now we're back together like why won't you wake up let's just like it's like and then right. it seems like their uh their next album x was uh just kind of like uh what the fuck's going on in my head kind of like like right 
as a person, aka or the what is this animal I have become? Yeah, that song is great. I love that song. Okay, how about explosions? Explosions. How do you feel about that album? It's I don't mind it. It's definitely probably one of my lesser favorite albums. Um it's not bad. I like how they're going towards the kind of metalcore. Um but I definitely I love Matt Walsh. Uh I like him with, you know, the human race album, but it seems like after that I just I I I, I love the old stuff. I love the original stuff with right. Adam Johnson. Is that's that's where my that's where my heart is, but praise to I mean, Matt I, I I mean definitely, man, like I'd definitely say that Explosions is probably one of their more mellowed out albums, to be honest. It's a lot calmer than the others. But I mean, I like it. You know, I I think I'm trying to think my favorite song, I think, on Explosions is I Am the Weapon. It's such a like get up, just like rebellious type of song, you know? It's like you want to yeah. stand up and yell at the world. You know, youth is broken. I have to you say know? it's basic, but I like so called life. That's gotta be my favorite from Yes. About someone to talk to. Someone to talk to honestly has my feelings. It, I cried to that song actually the first time I heard it. It just I was in such a rough I was in such a rough spot at the time mentally that I mean I was on I I listened to that song for re on a repeat for like an hour and I was just having a meltdown the whole time, man. That shit hit home. You it's, know, it's really I love how their lyrics to the way they write everything just comes together and it's like it's beautiful. It's like a casserole. You put all these different things into it, but then when it right. all comes together and you get that melted cheese on top that just brings it all together, it's like, fuck up. It's so good. It's 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 that perfect. It's perfect. And it, it like, I'm trying to think. You know, this is kind of an odd question, but what's your favorite type of casserole? I have to ask that question since we're talking about that. All right. So my favorite type of casserole is, um, my parents make it all the time so what they'll do is it's it's we call it mac and cheese casserole you know who doesn't fucking love mac and cheese you know like obviously you you have to be there's something wrong in your head if you don't like mac and cheese man <laughs> oh god <laughs> what, what they'll do is they'll um they'll pan sear or cook in a pan um like an iron pan an iron skillet to get that full flavor uh they'll cook chicken breast and like then cut it up into little cubes. Um, and then they'll mix it with like cream of mushrooms. Uh, no, yeah, they'll mix it with like this cream of mushroom soup with the mac and cheese and like peas in it. And it's really good. But, oh, fuck. you know what? I changed my answer because that is got to be my second. <laughs> but my favorite casserole has got to be this casserole we make. It's called Busy Day Casserole. Um, and it includes rice, um, cheese, lots of, lots of cheese, cream of mushroom soup, um, carrots, onions, and it's just, it, everything just comes together. It's one of the few, it's like one of the dishes that first got me into like cooking to where I was like, I know how to do this now. And then I was like, oh yeah, let's do this. Let's do this. And mixing all these different flavors that just... Ah, it's just it's it's hard to explain. You just gotta taste it. Oh shit! <laughs> I'd say for me, I mean, I know it sounds kind of basic, but my mom's tater tot casserole honestly is one of my favorites. 
and another one another one is her pot pie casserole i mean i'm not trying to make a biased opinion on that shit but i'm a i'm i'd say pot pies are my favorite thing in the whole world and the fact that she made a casserole pot pie when i didn't tell me i mean i looked at that shit and i mean i ate probably like three or four servings bro that i mean if i eat that much i have to love it i cannot like be like it was okay Nah, if I if I eat more than two servings, bro, I'm stuffing my ass at that point. Yeah, like with casserole, like once you find your safe, your as I call it, your safe space, your home with casserole, everything just comes together because it makes you think of good memories too, and it's just so delicious that it's like you just gotta have it. Like when you have it, it's like it's it's heaven on earth. I agree, man. Definitely could say casseroles are probably one of the best things you could ever eat. But yeah, I mean, back to that music subject though. I mean, I mean, not even like three, not even just three days grace. You could like use that casserole analogy, but with the majority of music itself, I mean, you know, you have these bands that like you listen to some of their instrumentals and they're questionable, but it's sometimes the screaming and the vocalist that holds it all together. And it's like, it's like that moment where you're cooking a casserole, but like you took the meat a tad bit too long. But like the instrumental, the bad instrumentals potentially is like the slightly overcooked meat. But yeah. all the other shit just is the vocals. It just brings it all together. And it's like you can tolerate that little bit too much cooked meat for the rest of it. You know, it's definitely, I would say, that is a really, that's a great analogy, honestly, to put it. Yeah. Um, so another question a question with the topic of concerts is there a, like what what is the one band that you dream to see in concert there is one person I dream to see in concert um believe it or not um he's a he's like a rapper but he, he his name is yellow wolf um and I am name such familiar a, he's got like this it's like this kid rock feel to it, but it's more hip hop. And it's just, I love how I like one song. I'm like, oh yeah, we're bumping. We're bumping. Big dick sucking. Money in the trunk. What? <laughs> and then the next song is like, I'm fucking riding on my motorcycle, shooting motherfuckers. Hey, still riding motherfuckers want to come up on me. And then another song, it's like, fuck my childhood. I did drugs. Hey, penis in my butt. What? Like stuff like that. Like. <laughs> And, and he doesn't say like penis in my butt, what? But like, it's just I love how like each album is different. Like Ghetto, my favorite albums has got to be Yellow Wolf, Black Sheep, um, and um, Ghetto Cowboy. Are the I definitely album. need to check that. I need to check that guy out, honestly. But you know, he uh, I would say definitely I've heard of who he is before. You've definitely told me about him, but I never really checked him out. Yeah, but definitely. Definitely would say that I'll check it out. Um, so and on top of music, uh, what made you like get into it? What made you like want to get into music? Well, um, I've always music people have asked me this question before. It's the age old question Would you rather be blind or deaf? I'd rather be blind because if I was deaf. I, I, it's one of those things, like, I literally don't think I could, like, live happily, like, 
I've got to hear, like, I know I'd be able to feel the music, but I got I got to hear the music. Music is such an important part of my life. It helps current my mood, calms me down. Everything about it is, you know, just brings me together. And, you know, my parents raised me on like country and rock. And it was like, they, they just helped me get into music at a young age. Um, and um, not to mention my aunt is the choir teacher over at Rockwood South Middle School over in Fenton. So even more of a reason to be surrounded by music. And, you know, then I, you know, I was in orchestra and then I was in band and then I went into choir and then it was just, everything was like, I want to start making music. And then, you know, I heard about, you know, Van Halen. My dad introduced me to Van Halen and I just love, I love Van Halen, especially Eddie Van Halen, you know, rest in peace. You know, it's a shame that he passed away, but he was the reason I started getting into guitar because I was like, I want to be able to play like songs like Hot for Teacher and I want to play Eruption, which and now to that drive and that energy, I am able to play songs like that on the guitar. And I am 100% self-taught on the guitar and it amazes people. And like, how long have you been playing? I said, well, I started playing about my junior year and you know I just really fucking put my mind to it and it just amazes people like just how especially on the acoustic guitar how just well I can flow and like use my fingers and do finger picking it just amazing like wow it just sounds so good like I remember I remember I listened to you play the acoustic guitar like probably like a week ago wasn't it we went to guitar center and Shit, that was I was sitting there honestly, I was amazed. I didn't think you could play guitar that fast and that well, but you 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 honestly you actually surprised me with that one, to be honest. Yeah. You I would definitely say that I'd oh I'd i if you were doing a live performance, I definitely would watch that. And I'm gonna was, be doing live performances here soon over at the Wolf uh public house. Um the uh they'll i know they do open mic nights i'll be doing it there i might be i'll be doing some performances over at bluebird park amphitheater and just kind of you know out and about wherever i can i'll be performing and so people can come by watch and listen to my music and maybe even hear songs before they're even released too so i i def that was one of the questions i was actually going to ask you is uh when if you're going to do live shows but i mean you just answer that for me, man. I mean, I'm pretty. I I definitely gonna show up with my camera ready and everything, you know. Hell yeah! I would definitely, I definitely want to see that, man. I'm really intrigued to watch. Um, so do you want to do like like all like I mean, you just we just talked slightly about doing live shows, but do you want to do music as a career? Do you want to, it's or is definitely- it just for fun? Right now, it's kind of just fun. I want, I I have that drive. I have that passion. I want to so much, but I know it's so hard to get into. So it's like, it's one of those things where I'm like, I'm just, you know, it's a hobby. I put my music out there and whatever happens, happens. But it's one of those things where I, I want people to listen to my music for the music itself. Like they, I want them to be able to connect with people and share my stories through my music. Um it's uh actually so if you don't mind um i'd like to go over the lyrics of one of my new songs and kind of explain and can kind of further explain like you know i guess that definitely definitely go for it man 
Is it a release song that's already been released or not? Well, I mean, I know you don't really know you have Fireflies. That's the only one that's publicly released at the moment that has lyrics. But I remember you did, um, you did post on stuff on like SoundCloud and stuff like that. Yeah, those were a lot of like covers though. Just kind of experimenting. I got a lot of negative feedback with my SoundCloud. People would say my voice was, if it, and I know my voice isn't the best, but you know what? It's my voice. I love singing and I just want to share my stories and uh, yeah. So the song I guess I'm going to be explaining is Snowstorm, which kind of tracks through um, not only um, so my ex-girlfriend, I'm just going to fucking say her name at this point. Her name is Kate. My ex-girlfriend, Kate, um, we had started talking right around when quarantine was first going on in 2020 and we had kind of become like an exclusive thing but you know I knew she was doing I, I mean I didn't 100% know but I had this hunch feeling and it, it was just she really messed with me mentally during that stage and just everything mm-hmm. that was going on in quarantine was a really tough time for me and this song kind of like goes through it so uh the first verse is uh starts off with every day that I wake up it feels so slow why can't I get my head out of this snowstorm? And that was kind of like, that's kind of like me explaining, you know, my head is just like in such a blizzard right now. I can't even really think straight. Um, Then it's every day I'm trying, but it feels like I'm dying. All the pain that I feel, it's never to your appeal. Um, That was a reference to Kate. Like I would, I'd explain her multiple times. Like, I know like you're gotta be, you're like, you're probably out there, you know, hooking up with other guys while you're talking to me, you know, acting like, you know, I'm the only one, you know, and it's like, it just hurt. And it's like, I'm this pain that I'm feeling. She kept just kind of denying it almost. And it was like, it's not to your appeal. It wasn't to her appeal. Like she just didn't care really. It seemed like. Right. And then we go to the chorus, which. um, And it's a new day. It's a new light. And every day that I wake, I fight the demons inside this snowstorm. So that, that, it kind of like, it broadens to like, it's like, oh, so you're happy now? It's like, no, I'm waking up knowing, okay, it's a new day. I can start over, but I still have to fight these demons inside of me and my brain uh, to get where I want to be um, mentally and happy. Right. And then verse two. I definitely, I definitely can relate to that, to be honest. Yeah, and that's where I'm like, so many people went through that in quarantine, and that's where I'm like, it's kind of like broadens, but there's still these certain situations too that I want people right. to understand. You know, like it's like you're not alone through this. We're all going through this. Like we, like we're here for you. Like I'm here for you. If my music, you know, makes you happy and helps you, you know get through a tough time then that's what i want that's what i want i want people to be able to listen to my music and sit down and just feel at ease and feel like everything's gonna be okay like bad things happen in this world but in the end everything will be okay honestly i mean you know a lot of us get so soaked up into our heads sometimes it's like it's that fucking end of the world man but in reality it's like you gotta take a step back take a deep breath Everything's gonna be okay, you know. Maybe that that girlfriend broke up with you, or maybe your parents kicked you out, you know. But at the end of the day, someone's gonna pick you up. Someone's gonna help you carry yourself stronger than you were before, and you're going to get through this, definitely. 
And that's the effect I want to have on people with my music. I honestly get that vibe, honestly, with it, to be honest. Hell yeah. Sorry, you you, you, you want to continue? You can can continue. Yeah, yeah. So now we're going to go into verse two. So trudging through the end. So these are kind of like metaphors as to, you know, referring to a snowstorm, but still my mind, my struggle. So trudging through the inches to be where I need to be. I think it's plain to see it was always you and never me. So, you know, trudging through the inches of snow, you know, traveling through the snow, it's it's not easy. It's not easy. You got to trudge through. You got to keep pushing forward. Um, And to be where I need to be, that's an homage to, you know, be where I need to be, make my destination through this snowstorm. I need to be home. um, But it's also, too, like mentally, like be where I need to be mentally. I need to be in that safe space where I'm happy and not, you know, um, depressed and like just absolutely like down on myself and like just thinking the absolute worst and then um it was always you and never me Uh, that's referring to my ex-girlfriend kate that you know it was always you know she would always try to pin problems on me and say well it's your fault this shit happened you know why didn't you try harder it's like no it and like i would always blame myself for my mental health because of myself like it's like this is my fault it's like no it's not my fault everyone goes through this but it was always her and never me I was always the one doing everything right I I wouldn't do everything right you know I'd mess up here and there but you know what most of I like it's like I was doing my best and it was her that was bringing me down she never would lift me up never Definitely so that, understand that feeling, man. And so that is the song Snowstorm, and that is going to release on my album. Um, I've still yet to decide a name um, on the album, but um, it will be releasing by the end of July. That was going to be one of my questions. Is there going to be another single, or is it just going to be the album next time? I think mm. I'm just going to go with the album because I got... I've got three full songs right now, and I'm shooting for at least six or seven right. full songs. Um, but I've got all these different. I've got like three different notebooks just filled to the brim with different songs, different lyrics that I can piece right. together. And you know, people are like, "Well, you're just shitting out songs out of your ass." It's like, no, I'm writing everything that comes to mind and telling a story. Like, think about that. Right. John Mayer, a majority of John Mayer's songs that he writes are freestyle. He's thinking of it off the top of his head and just spitting out. Definitely. Um, few of his songs are ones he actually sat down and took the time to write. You know, some people actually have that talent of being able to just freestyle some of it, honestly. There's plenty of people that have that style. And I mean, sometimes, you know, they do amazing with it. Other times, you know, people don't do so good with it, but they think that they're good, but at the same time, like music's music at the end of the day, to be honest, you know, someone out there is going to find that, you know, that song that other people find horrible, very helpful to them. And I mean, still though, like regardless though, if you freestyle it or even like write down and think, really think through it, you know, you can produce some of the best music ever doing that, man. It's, it's absolutely amazing. Yeah. Sometimes, and believe it or not, one of the songs that a lot of 
people, my friends, fans know that I have never released ever, but I'm so excited to release the first song that I ever really wrote. And it's called Goodbye. Um, is that was pretty much I was sitting in the Bluebird Amphitheater and just kind of started singing, just started playing a riff, and it just everything pieced together. And it it's still it's one of my favorite songs ever that I've ever written. I mean, definitely. I mean, especially if the artist loves his music, you know, there's so many people these days that are so self-conscious about their voice, but hearing that, like, you really love one of your songs, I mean, that's inspiring, honestly, to me, because, you know, I do, I mean, obviously I'm doing podcasting, and I mean, one of my problems is I'm very subconscious about my voice sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I mean, to be honest, I think I'm going to get more comfortable with it as time goes, but hearing you say that, like, you love one of your songs. It is inspiring in a way to some people because, and even me, and it shows that, you know, you love your voice and, you know, you have a voice and definitely can say that I love your music and I definitely love the direction it's taking. It's honestly, like the fact that you're putting yourself out there like that, honestly, is inspiring in general. Yeah, and it's a bold move. And I and like going off what you said, you know, I, I I used to always hate the sound of my voice on recordings. I would hate any time my parents or my grandparents would ever show a video of me with my voice. Where I'd be like, nah, 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 nah. I'd literally do that. I'd do that. Right. I'd be like, I don't want to hear it. I hate the sound of my voice. It sounds too high or it sounds too nasally. It sounds too weird. Even still now, I'm kind of, it's like, yeah, but at this, but now it's like, I just don't care because my voice is my voice and you know, it's who I am and there's nothing I can do to change about it. I can't lower it. I can't raise it. I mean, I can, right. but naturally this is my speaking voice. Like this is what, you know, you like this is what God or whatever you believe in intended, you know, he, whoever made you or whatever, this is who you are meant to be. And, um, who you are meant to be. That's why I just don't be afraid to be yourself be who you want to be like don't feel like you have to conform to other people's you know opinions you know because those people will just bring you down even further you are who you are if you want to be that goth chick who wears all black and shaves her head fucking do it i praise you for that because you're going out there and doing things that no one else is doing but these right. things make you happy i dyed my hair green because it would make me happy and it did make me happy i shaved parts of my eyebrows because i think i look good in it and it makes me happy when i look in the mirror and i see who i am my tattoos is one of the biggest things i have a lot of tattoos people clown on me for all the time it's like why do you have so many tattoos like you're so young like why you, you're ruining your life i'm like no because this is who i want to be I love looking down and seeing my tattoos and the stories that I create in my mind and everything. And I, I love seeing who I am. It's just, I stop. Sometimes I'll stop in the bathroom. I'll just look at myself, check myself. I'll be like, this is who you are, man. And I fucking love it. And it's, it's amazing. It's amazing feeling when you get there to that euphoric state of, I love who I am and no one can, drag me down, bring me down to a lower level so they can feel better Seriously, about man. I definitely agree with that. I think I'm, I'm not, I don't think I've really gotten there exactly yet, but definitely would say that I'm slowly getting there at that I point. You, I mean, you go. go no, 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 no,
Well, once you get out of high school, you'll definitely stop caring a lot about what other people think. That's what it took for me, even my senior year in high school. Even now, I still kind of care what people think, but I'm like, I am who I am. You know, I got my friends, I've got my family. And if you don't like it, then you know what? That's okay. I don't have to please these random people or people I barely even know just to get them to like me. I just be myself. And if they like that, then hell yeah, we're friends, we're buddies, you know? Right. It's like, you don't have to make people like you. People who will like you and people who love you for your heart will come around and they will stick around. Seriously, I mean, positive vibes, positive vibes lure people in. I mean, that's one of the things I've noticed. And I mean, that's like, I mean, I'm definitely starting to stop caring what people think of me. I mean, definitely when people like message me individually or even just, you know, say stuff to me, like, like my next episode that's coming next week uh, with the, with Helge of the Norwegian knuckleheads. I mean, when I told him about my podcast and I wanted him to be on it, you know, he seemed very excited about it, very enthusiastic about it. And, and I mean, I, I the, the fact I'm seeing people in like the general circle of people I support and uh, people that I look up to and somewhat in those communities, I mean, the fact that they're enthusiastic about talking to me, it makes me feel better about myself. It makes me feel like I have worth in this world in a way that, you exactly. know, that they, that people like that happily accept my invitation. Like when I, when I approached you about this, I mean, you were very just like, fuck it, let's do it, man. You know, let's, let's get this through and just, this is going to be awesome. You know? Yeah. I mean, definitely. I would say you're one of my bigger supporters, to be honest, out of all the people. But I mean, so far I've gotten nothing but positive feedback on my intro episode that I uh, uploaded like last week. Definitely, mm-hmm. I've gotten nothing but positive criticism for it. Yeah, and that's that's the thing too. Like, you know, you'll have your supporters out there, but in a way, people you know and the people who know you are all your supporters. Whether they hate you or not, they want to be you. They're going to support you no matter what because they're letting people know, oh, I hate this guy. hate him too. It's like, okay, well, now you know about me. Or I love this guy. You should love him too. All right, now you know about me. It's like just it builds up support. like, And, you know, it's just it's an, it's an amazing feeling to know that people care and support you. And everyone on this earth has a purpose. I the, Going out to whoever watches this, to you, Liam, no matter what, you always have to stop and remember you're here. You finished the race and you came in first and you made it exactly. before all those other cells. And now here you are. And you are just this amazing being. Like, this is life. Like, sometimes I get this feeling like I'll just stop and I'll just be like, whoa. And I'll just kind of look around. I'll like look at my hands and just look at stuff. I'm like, this is fucking real life. Like, I am alive right now. Like, there's billions right. of people in this world, but we're be all living here at this same time, you know, with all these amazing things going on in the world. It's just, it's something that you just can't, nothing can compare to. Like, I mean, honestly, though, like, I honestly agree with that. Like, sometimes I'll be sitting at, like, a quick trip with you or something, or just anyone. I mean, I'll be sitting there sometimes, and I'll just look around at nature. And I'll be like, I'm here. You know, 
I'm living. I, 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 I have my hands, you know, I can do stuff. And I think oh, that's still, I think that mindset of like embracing everything is slowly coming, setting in for me. And I mean, definitely could say that, you know, I'm starting to enjoy small things now. You know, I back in the day, I'm just like, you know, if something didn't go my way, I'd be like, fuck this shit. I'm out of here. But then like now it's like I look I like sometimes I just have to walk outside, look at the trees for like 20 minutes and be like, this is beautiful. You know, I'm here. I'm witnessing this like this is gorgeous. You know, me five years ago wouldn't think that. But now I'm sitting here just like life is beautiful. You know, there's great people in this world and I want to experience the best life I can with those people. Exactly. Couldn't agree with you more. And that's why, you know, to everyone out there, don't ever doubt yourself. Don't ever think twice. If you ever need help, call, call for help. Tell someone, you know. Um, and even and to the people who do it for attention, you know, like I know deep down, like that's a little bit of a cry for help, but there's other ways to, you know, seek that attention or to right. get that help. and you just gotta kind of you know like don't ever say anything's impossible because nothing is ever impossible until you you know even if you try and fail try and fail like that's how i was with guitar i was like thinking i'm not gonna be like good i'm not gonna be an eddie van halen or fucking zach wild or whatever but here i am i'm at where i'm at and i'm okay with you know where i'm at and it's just it's beautiful like you just got to put everything in your mind to it and just know that you are who you are and you got to take your cards and just play them the best you can. I definitely agree with that. I mean, you know, on the topic of like, we all make mistakes or like that we struggle with stuff, but is there anything in like your music that you've ever struggled with? Or is there anything that like you've tried that like just hasn't worked out for you? Definitely. Um, things I've tried that I, definitely haven't worked out for worked out for me um feels like i tried doing some bluesy like western like singing like talking about like making up like little stories and it just feels like i'm so repetitive i'm like devil in this and like i'd be like well i was walking through georgia trying to find a place to sit and the devil came along and something sounded like i'm trying to almost like recreate that like devil went down to georgia kind of storytelling but i just keep repeating myself and it feels like i just can't get it right so like stuff it's, kinda, like, it's like some blake shelton type stuff man it's yeah. telling a story but just like i mean honestly the way you were describing it i mean it sounds like a like an average country song to be honest but i mean i'm not trying to like talk shit when i say that but like <laughs> definitely can say that like it sounds generic but you know i know you you'll find your own unique way to twist it you know exactly and that's like the kind of the route i'm trying to go down is i'm telling my own stories i don't care who hears them i don't care who listens to them but i want to connect with people and have people connect with me through my music and be Definitely. able to feel what i feel and be able to you know feel happier feel sad because it's okay to be sad it is okay to be sad it's okay to be depressed you know we all deal with shit we all have these same feelings it's okay to feel emotion and not always tell I always tell myself that I'm like, if I cry in front of these people, that's perfectly fucking fine because they've cried before. Everyone does it. It's like, don't ever be afraid to hide your emotions. If you're happy and really excited about something, fucking show it. 
Like if you're like, exactly. oh my, like looks like, oh dude, I just I just hit that hole in one and putt putt. Let's fucking go. Like yeah, let's party. Like yeah, it's like fucking be goofy, be silly, be yourself. Show it, show it. Be proud of who you are because you're an amazing person. Right. I mean, seriously. I mean, you know, sometimes I mean. I know that we have, we live in that world, this world or this, we have a stereotype of like where men can't show emotions, you know, I truly feel like it's, it's a hard thing to move past when you've been raised in that mindset. It's something really hard to move past, but once you get to that point where you're comfortable with it and I feel like expressing your emotions is definitely something you need to do with your circle. If you know, they'll support it. And if they don't want to support you and you're feeling emotional, I mean, fuck those people, you know, that's how I feel about it. Fuck those people. If they don't want to support you, then fuck them. Exactly. If they're open and they're willing to listen, like express yourself because maybe it'll make you feel better. And, you know, maybe those people can talk it through with you, help you through it. And, and, you know, just, it will help you be better. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. One of my um, next things I want to talk about is, um, you know, you had your latest single fireflies. You know, I personally, I loved it, honestly. Uh, the lyrics were very, they were very heartfelt for me. But um, should we expect more music, like, compare uh, comparables? Should we expect more music, like, Fireflies? Or do we, should we expect more, like, EDM, like, pumped up, like, freaky music, kind of like Don't Scream or Run While You Still Can? Definitely Run While You Still Can and Don't Scream are definitely horrorcore kind of stuff like that is stuff I'll be going back to here and there because I definitely had a lot of fun with that. It was a lot of fun to experiment and like think, oh, this would be really good in the movie scene. Um, but for the most part, we're going to be expecting a lot of stuff like Fireflies, especially with this new album. It's going to be an all acoustic session. And to the fans out there and people listening, I'm sorry about the recording quality on it. It's going to sound a little iffy because I'm recording from Android and I, I, my computer is broken, so I can't record, but I still want to get this album out. And I really don't care about the quality as long as you can hear it and listen to the lyrics. All right. I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Honestly, I've been sitting there for a while listening to your music. I'm like, kind of like slowly kind of like getting that mood of like, I've heard this enough times, man. I need something new. I mean, I yeah. love your music, and I can listen to it a million times. Honestly, when I was writing uh, the various different questions I was going to ask you today, I was literally listening to your all your music front to back as I was writing it. I had to get in that Nat Miller mindset, if you know what I mean. Yes. I had yeah. to get in that mood. Just, I mean, I definitely looked at your songs. And I mean, I compared some of them, too, just to see what I could pull out. And to be honest, I mean, a lot of your music is very – it's solid. Um, first- another thing I want – so you go. My first album, My Thoughts Can't Reach the Stars, are just songs I love to vibe to with my friends. And my friends seem to really like those, that album, too, because it's like we just kind of sit there and mellow out. It's just nice to kind of just like get in a nice, easygoing mindset. Definitely. I definitely say I get that mind, that uh, not mindset, but I definitely get that feeling from it. It yeah. definitely, I definitely, it relaxes me, to be honest. It's, it's the various different the guitar bits and the beats and stuff it's like very it's it's very toned it's very um downtoned i guess if that makes sense yeah and it, it, it's it's really soothing in my opinion um so another thing i want to ask you about is um where do you get some of your song names from like for example 
I hate that you never want to hang out or I wish I could kiss your forehead every night before we fall asleep and just another sad song I can cut my wrist to. Um, where, where do some of these song names come from? They seem kind of like out of the blue, random. <laughs> they are they are pretty random, but they're all real thoughts I've had about certain situations. Like, like fuck, like I'm just gonna like during quarantine, I was thinking, well, let's just listen to another sad song like we cut my wrist to and be sad, or like you know, like the feeling of I want to kiss this girl on the forehead every night before we fall asleep, like. One of my favorite ones <laughs> that is really funny is um is uh this galaxy is too cramped. I wish I was living on NGC fourteen. Yes, I love that song. Yes, and uh and that's uh there's another song I want to talk about too. But like that one, I was just like I was looking up random galaxies and I was like, whoa, this galaxy is really cool and I vibe with it. It's NGC fourteen. And, like, I just love reading about astronomy and stars and galaxies and stuff like that. And it's really a beautiful thing. Definitely want to say I took astronomy last year and I failed that shit because that teacher gave me too much fucking work. She gave us, like, two worksheets a day. And it was, like, we would talk about, like, different star patterns or constellations. And it yeah. was, like, she would ask us these in-depth questions. And she's, like, just use this material to figure it out. And I was standing there just, I was sitting there just, like, how the fuck do you use this? Or if I knew how to use it, it's like I would use it, but it's like it didn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Now, I think the only I think there's one unit I did I did an A on. I did the constellations. Yeah. I got I, I even got the extra credit constellations right, dude. I mean, Hell yeah. a lot of that was like that was image memory. I don't I don't do very good with that, but I'm also very I'm a very imagery type of person, so I mean, definitely yeah. makes sense for me that I memorized it too. Yeah, I'm I'm a nerd for astronomy. Like it's it's one of those things. Like I'm like I'm I'm nerdy about that shit. I'm like, oh, dude, wait, look. So if you look right here, if you look up to the stars tonight, you'll see there are a line right here, right here, and right here. Jupiter, Venus, and Saturn are all lined up right here, and then Mercury's down here. And it's gonna be like this for four days, and it's not gonna happen for like another four hundred years or whatever. So really, like, take a look. Like I'm into that shit. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, my my astronomy teacher was a big geek with that stuff. She'd always be like, oh, yeah, me and my friends are out having a little picnic or something out in this, like, big open area. <laughs> Don't give me that face, man. But, yeah. <laughs> but she would, like, she would be like, yeah, I'd always tell everyone, like, look, it's the Big Dipper. Or it's, like, all that. She would always tell us these stories about it. And I was like, I kind of want to be like that one day, you know? Be able to, like, point something out that normal people wouldn't be able to point out, if you know yeah. what I mean. But either way, I mean, astronomy honestly has been something I've been interested in since I was a little kid. I mean, I've always been fascinated of the theory of black holes and wormholes and all that kind of stuff, bro. Shit's gnarly and you think about it and it's like, what the fuck, man? It's so intense and it really just gets your mind racing and thinking like, wait, like, what if it's like this? And then you think you like figure something out and then you have a whole theory in your head, like, and it's just, it, it's really, you know, it's an awesome feeling. And I, I that's one of the reasons why science was one of my favorite subjects in school. And, uh, you know, because it's so much fun. Like, people are like, I fucking hate science. Science is gay. Or I'm like, no, it is a lot of fun. It, I, mean, I mean, I definitely would say uh, science in general is one of my 
not so good subjects. Because I mean, I have to take a semester of science this coming school year because I failed astronomy. But like, it was, I mean, definitely I'd say science is on my lower end of subjects, but I can never say that that shit's not fascinating in some way. Exactly. Anywhere from astronomy to biology, like learning how like the different parts of the cell work, man. It's like, imagine I'm like, what, millions and millions of cells, you know? And like, they're all like little, have little minds of their own. Like, what the fuck? That sounds so weird, but cool. Exactly. It's so crazy to think about. Like, it's insane. It really is. It's, it's, it's so random, man. It's, I don't even even know how to explain it sometimes. It's really weird to even wrap your head around it sometimes. You know? Yeah. Um, so another thing I was kind of, that's kind of been wandering in my mind is, um, uh, like, do you have any like idols that you look up to in like music that inspire you to write your music a certain way? You know, I know, I know you mentioned like Led Zeppelin and stuff and all that, but dig a little deeper for me. So, Lucas Woodland, who is the lead singer of Holding Absence, um. Definitely the songs that they write, Holden Absence, has inspired me. Um, John Mayer is another big one that really inspires me. I love the way he conforms his music. Donovan Woods, um, Bjorns, um, he sings Electric Love, MGMT. Those are probably my big ones that inspire me to write the music that I do. Right. I mean, seriously, I mean, I tried music writing for a while, to be honest, and I know I'm pretty good at it, but it's also like very, I have to be in a certain type of mood to be able to write in a good way, at least. It's I'm like, the same way. But, like, I really have to go at it and go in a mood to really be able to like. Seriously. You have to be, you have to be in that like consistent stream, you know what I mean? Yeah, and just the words start, and once you get in that mood, the words just start, everything just starts pouring out of you and you're like, oh my gosh, no, this, 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 like everything just flows together so perfectly. I mean, yeah, I mean, like seriously, I mean, I don't think I've ever been able to write the music the same since I was going through like my sobriety problems back in like freshman a year and stuff. I mean, when I was going through that, I mean, you, if you ever saw me, bro, I was a zombie because I'd be in, I was so destroyed by the various different like dumb shit I do, like drugs and alcohol. It's like I do it, but then it's like I would have these withdrawal symptoms because I, I didn't have the money to get more or something. And it's like I'd write these songs and I mean, I can't even read them anymore. Like you, if you read back, if, if I ever show you, I'll probably, I have to show you sometime. I have it all printed out, but, um, I can't read the music anymore. It just, it makes me cry my eyes out. Cause I'm like, I was at that point, you know, I mean, I, if I were to say, if I ever were to get suicidal ever, I'd say that part of my life was definitely a portion of it. Um, that really like, it's seriously like I, it breaks my heart to see that, you know, me, you know, me as a very happy person. Yeah, very, very like happy. open, like, you know, supportive person, but it, just seeing myself at this point where I was talking about, you know, how much I hated my family or I talked about like, 
like lucid. I, I think I named one of them like lucid dreams in like in a way. I think at some point. So I felt like I was seeing demons in my head. Like my demons were so bad in my head that I just it's all I could think about. And that's I could I I read the paper and it's like I cannot write songs that were that violent and in depth anymore. I seriously can't. Yeah. I mean, I'd spend like I'd spend like 48 to 72 hours straight doing that shit too. Wow. And I mean it's heartbreaking, man. Sometimes, like the motivation for music, but as I said, I mean, for me, it takes it takes motivation for me. And music has writing music and doing musical stuff has definitely been something that helps me. I mean, obviously, it probably helps you too. Because mm-hmm. it helps it you explore your feelings that you're feeling that you may not be able to get out to anyone, and you can't really talk about to yourself. You feel like so you write them down. Right. It's like music, really. You can release those feelings that, you know, if I were to tell you, you know, and sometimes I can unload on you in a certain way that would make you scared. It could scare you and scare you away. And someone that's hurting like that doesn't want that. That's the last thing they want. And that's kind of, I think, why I ended up exploring the realm of music like that. And it it really like looking back at it, it, it really deepened my passion for this subject. And it's one of the, it's it's one of the many things that I look back and think, you know, I want to talk to people about this subject, and that's why the Full Circle podcast was created. It's like I'm not going to be able to make anything music wise, so why not talk to you know people in my community or just you know people in the genres and general of music, talk to them about music and where do that where does like what helps them and stuff and it's i'd say definitely it's a big inspiration like music's a big inspiration of what got me to where i am today with you and that's that's a big thing music is such an inspiration for everything you can bond with so much over a person like that's how i bonded with you a lot was like just being stupid and listening to like hardcore metal it was like hey i know this song i love this song i was like let's go we really bonded over shinedown bro that's one of the major bands we Shine Down is another one of my big inspirations. Shine Down helped me so much. Their album Amaryllis is my favorite album by far, and their album really helped me get through quarantine. The song itself is amazing. I mean, I definitely say a bunch of their iconic songs like Forty Five, Simple Man, like songs like that. I mean, I relate to those so much, like more than I could ever comprehend. I mean. When I feel emotional or I feel attached to someone that has left this world or someone that's gone out of my life, but I still care about them dearly, I'd say a song like I'll Follow You. That's definitely like I'll Follow You. It's like, I don't know. The title says it all. I mean, there's no, I don't think there's another lyric in that song that could comprehend how much that hits me sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I definitely would follow you during your music career, you know. I I definitely would. And it's 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 definitely one like I'd say Shine Down is ever I mean, honestly, I've listened to Three Days Grace and Death Punch so much that I can't say I've gotten bored of it, but I needed something new. And when I was introduced to Shine Down, I mean, and as I said, me and you bonded over that shit. Yeah. And I'd say Shine Down is one of my next bands that's like they hit the spot. 
you know, it's really motivated me to get up in the morning sometimes too. And def it's, it's definitely a, a great band. I'll give you that. They are amazing. Phenomenal band. What is your favorite song from Shinedown? I mean, I just blab my mouth about it for a hot minute. I love the songs. Um, Bully is one of my favorites, Second Chance, but the song Amaryllis um, or Miracle, Unity, oh my gosh, it's just so, but Amaryllis is by far my favorite song. Honestly, their acoustic songs are amazing. So, I mean, I think one of my favorite, um, I think one of my favorite songs of the album, I think it's called Attention, Attention. Um, I think one of my favorite songs on that record was uh, Get Out. And then another one, another, another couple songs I really enjoy are uh, Thick as Thieves and Cut the Cord. And then Planet Zero, though, their new album, Planet Zero, that shit slaps i mean i definitely could say i really i played it for like a good solid week after it was released man it was i can definitely say i think shine down is one of my recent obsessions they will forever be one of my favorite bands by far no doubt about it. i mean seriously i mean if they come to st louis or even kansas city for fuck's sake man i'm do, i'm doing that shit man i'm and actually Actually, uh, Three Days Grace actually released a um new tour date in Kansas City, Missouri. Oh, and it's shit, in September. Me. It's on September 1st. We definitely should go to that. We should. Definitely so that way should. we can both go. Like, it'll be, my, it'll be my second time, but, like, I don't mind at all. I love Three Days Grace. Seriously. Uh, I think on my TikTok account, actually, I have a video of me lip-syncing one of their songs on TikTok, like a minute of that. I lip synced uh, "Animal I Have Become" and Three Days Grace's account actually liked that video. Yeah, that's 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 really fucking cool, man. Yeah, I'd, seriously, I mean, like, that's one of the things I really love about current day bands is that they're so interactive with their fans. You know, exactly. it's so it's so respectable in a sense. You know, I've definitely connected with um, Charlie Engine from Death Punch. I mean, me and him talk periodically, and I mean, seriously, like Ivan Moody and all those guys—they're they're really interactive with their fan base. And I mean, as I said, that's a lot of current day bands. You yeah. know, you have bands like Saint Asonia, which has you know Three Days Grace's previous singer in it, mm -hmm. and you know all these guys. I mean, they're so interactive with their with their fans. And I mean, to be honest, it's. It's it's honestly adds another level of inspiration and respect for them. The yeah. fact that they take time out of their day to talk to fans and you know be a part of like the community. Yeah. It's you beautiful. know they're not being those they're not being those stubborn assholes from above. They're just like oh look at all of you you know being dickheads where you know they're actually being interactive and they're you know. They're not only being the artist, but they're being a part of the fan base. They're being you're a part being of like, like the groups. Right. I mean, definitely. I, I can definitely say they're being like a friend to a lot of us. And, it's... and that is big inspiration. And that's how I like if I ever make it big, you know, that's how I want to be. Like, even with the people who listen to my music now, that's how I want to be. I want to be able to sit down and talk, you know, about my music and talk to them and just be like, 
you know, like just sit down and have a conversation with I can definitely do it. I mean, that's what I want to do with my podcast too. I want to make it big enough to where people like reach out to me and strike up a conversation with me, you know, maybe I can make some new friends that way, you know, and yeah. just, you know, get to that point where like be interactive with everybody that approaches you because at the end of the day, I mean, that's definitely one way for people to respect you and what you do is you definitely need to like reach out and be a part of them. You know, don't just stand behind your screen in your music or podcasts or whatever the fuck you do. Like putting yourself out there with your fan base. I mean, it, it, I mean, it feels, it feels great, you know, just seeing people. And I mean, I can only imagine how it feels for them, you know. It's gotta be an amazing feeling. Seriously. I mean, uh, I'm trying to think of a song quote to put with that, man. But I mean, I mean, I'm going to make a reference real quick, actually. But like, it's times like these, man. Times like these from Five Finger Death Punch, man. Mm-hmm. It's definitely times like these where, you know, we all are together. But and like, just I don't know anyway, anyway else to say it, man. The, the title really says itself. Yeah, it really does. Seriously, I mean, like. Like, like the world's getting so, like, I don't know how to say it, like, messed up in a way, in yeah. other ways. I mean, I don't I don't like talking about politics, and I'm not really going to get into that, because I definitely don't, not educated enough to be able to comfortably talk about it. But yeah. I definitely say in this world today, like, I'm noticing that some artists are, like, stepping up and having more of a motivational feeling, like, you know, rebel against people, you know, stand for what you support for. I mean, I'm yeah. seeing a lot of that in people's music now, you know, as of recently. And I definitely can say that, like, I look up to people that really stand with the, you know, stand up for what you believe in, you know, just yeah. like, that's like, I think, I don't, I don't know what I am the weapon by three days grace is really about, but I can definitely say it's reaching out to people. Like, I think the chorus goes, you know, youth is broken Fuck, I'm trying to remember the rest of it. It was youth is broken, half of it was stolen. And uh, look what you've done to me. Like, that's the second portion of the chorus. But like, seriously, like when I listen to that song, it's like, it really pumps me up. It makes me want to stand up for what I believe. It's make me be like, you know, you know, maybe my childhood or youth or just anything like it was broken and it, or it was taken away from something that I can't see. Yeah. And you know, that's another one of the portions of why I like that song by the three days grace so much. And just overall by them themselves. It's like, they really, I don't know. I definitely could say that three days grace is is really one of the best bands out there. No, for sure. Definitely. I, I wholeheartedly agree. Seriously. I mean, you know, I serious. It's it's. I don't. I mean, like honestly, I I wish I could be as inf- influential as them. To be honest, sometimes I really, you know, I want to be able to help people through their problems. I really want to just, you know, make the world a better place. Yeah. And I mean, I just want. I want everyone to be happy and to be, you know, where they want to be in life. Seriously, I mean, but yeah, I mean. You know, it was it was great having you, Lambo. Um, I would say a good closing note for this is, you know, stand up for what you believe in and 
you know, reach out to people if you think they need help and don't be afraid to express who you are. Would you say that's a good thing to take away from all this? It's an amazing thing to say. I could not agree more. You know, be who you want to be and don't ever be afraid of who you are or ashamed of who you are. Like you are who you are and that's, and whatever makes you happy, do it. Seriously. I mean, you have anything else you'd like to add at all? Other than that, it's been an honor to be on the show and, uh, I can't wait to release my new album and uh, share my music with the world and everyone around. Seriously, I mean, I'll make sure when all that drops. I mean, it's it's July currently right now, and you said it should be out by the end of July, you said? Yeah, it should be out by the end of July, early August. I'll definitely make sure to promote that for you, man. I mean, I mean I'll definitely look into doing that for you. You know, I, I, I really, I really want to see where your music will go in the future, and, you know, maybe we'll recap here on the podcast depending how like far you go but i definitely would love to have you back here again sometime you know it would be an honor to be back on the show seriously but i can't i can't wait to see where the show takes you man yeah i mean i mean i feel honored just having you as my first person you know i mean there's some great things coming for this podcast i definitely could say that but you know i don't um besides like the takeaway note I said from this, just like be who you want to be stand up for what you believe is correct and what you want, you know, to change. But just, as I said, don't be afraid to be you express yourself. However you want, like if you want to work on cars or if you want to, you know, if you want to write motivational speeches or write music, produce music, or just talk openly online about it. I mean, Just don't be afraid to express yourself. Don't be afraid to ask for help. And don't be afraid to be who you are. Because at the end of the day, we only live once and we want to make this the best life we can possibly make it. Damn right. Damn fucking straight. So yeah, once again, uh, thank you for for, uh, joining us today. And, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I really appreciate you taking the time. I think, what, we've been on here for like, roughly over like around two hours to be honest i think of film we got here i definitely think that you know t- today has been a really good day for both of us and you know i'd like to really like that i'm really proud that this episode is what we're kicking this off of with and you know i just like to thank you again for being a part of this and you know it's just been, it's been an honor you know being on here and thank you so much for having me and uh this is definitely a great way to start off and uh, see where the future takes both of us. Seriously, man. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, if everyone, uh, I'll leave uh, Lambo's uh, link to his music in the description as well as his Snapchat, as well as uh, this. And also, you can find us on Instagram at uh, Full Circle Podcast. I believe it's a uh, full underscore uh, circle then period podcast. Um, you can find us on Instagram. Feel free to reach out whenever you want. Uh, you know, I'd love to have a conversation with everybody. You know, I want to really see your guys' opinions and I really want, I really want to, you know, see where this takes everybody and what, how everyone feels about this. I love all feedback of any kind. But yeah, this is, uh, this has been a very successful first episode for me and also a very successful uh, first, I say major you know, media appearance appearance for uh Nat or Lambo. 
whatever you know people want to call you yeah. um <laughs> there's like five million name, names for you man oh, but man. um yeah, definitely. This has been a really fun uh, podcast, and this has been the, the Full Circle Podcast. This is uh, Liam signing off.